Not exactly radio. Back at it again. Black History Month series, last episode of the series. Uh, and hey, it's been a good one. We've been listening to a lot of amazing things, and this uh, today is just, is the same. Well, now we do a huge jump. <laughs> we do do a huge jump because we went from like, oh yeah, I guess we did kind of stay the, back. In like the, but the important part of the huge jump, though, is because we have a guest. That is very it's true. It's not just us. We finally brought a guest. <laughs> it's great. It's been a while since we had a guest in here. Um, but before we do that, hey, what's up? It is uh, your boys, Benny K and... Tony Just Tony. Tony Just Tony. With us again. Anyways, uh, so we have a guest on, like we said, and you might know him. He just released an album. He's pretty big in Milwaukee. We're going to talk to him a little bit. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Genesis Renji. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's poppin', beautiful people? How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm all right. Um, as y'all know, I'm fighting last night's activities. <laughs> you did mm-hmm. mention that right yeah, off the bat. I don't know why I scheduled... I put in my phone uh, our interview time at a later time. I think it's. I was still in DC when we scheduled that, so like, <laughs> the Google Calendar doesn't always transfer over. So I woke up go. this morning like I'm good. Yeah, I got time, but I'm like, let me double check. The, you know, let me double check just to make sure. And I'm like, oh, that's is noon, and I look at my phone. It's like 1103. <laughs> like, what shit? But no, I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, can't complain, man. It's okay. warmer today, so I'm a little... Yeah. It is very nice. Yeah, I like that. Brought it back a little bit, because yeah. DC's a little bit better than where we're usually DC's at. definitely better than <laughs> where it's at. It hasn't even snowed out there. I love oh, it. Shit. That is that's good. So, is that, so you're in DC right now? Yeah, I'm back and forth between DC and Milwaukee right now. Okay, dig it, dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a change of environment, like I was telling Tony. You just want to bounce back and forth and... Yeah, I got you. I was work just with like different on, people. Work on a whim. I'm kind of a nomad, so I'm trying to like live live the life that I envision. Hey. And it starts with, hey, I got to at least bounce between two places. That's <laughs> badass. That's badass. We appreciate you taking the time. Definitely. Uh, Thank you guys for, show. for uh, I mean, reaching out to me. With a name with a like a cyberpunk ninja, Genesis Renji, like that, that's <laughs> definitely like some future anime. Like that's you got you got to be a little different. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I got to do something people don't like because I'm doing the one thing everybody's doing right now. <laughs> I like it. Well, thanks again, once again, uh, for the show. You brought us an album. Can you tell us what album you brought us? I brought uh, The Cool by Lupe Fiasco. Yes. That is, uh, hands down, one of the most influential albums for me as an artist. Mm -hmm. And I I honestly believe it's a top 25 hip-hop album ever. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, we appreciate you bringing that. Um, Yeah. And it, it stood up to that, like, for me, yeah, this is very good. Um, I always kind of, like, I always caught him on features, mm-hmm. um, Touch the Sky, a Kanye track, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. like, my favorite, one of my favorite Kanye features mm-hmm. is his verse on that, but I never sat down and listened to an album, mm-hmm. and I always heard that, like, his prime was, like, higher than anybody else, but, because, like, he has so many different interests, he isn't yeah. even doing too I much feel music. Like, I feel like, um, if Lupe drops his first album... The food and liquor. He drops this album, The Cool, and never drops music again. He goes down top five, dead or alive. Yeah. Oh shit. Like, yeah. yeah like, that's what I always that heard. Was just, that was just the quality <laughs> of content that he brought as a rapper and a musician. And then we're not even gonna talk about his mixtape days. So <laughs> Bro, to me, he's the most lyrical person on earth. I don't think there's anybody that puts words together better than he does. It's, it's it's insane. And what I liked in this one was its mix of references, but also like just important like subjects, mm-hmm. subject matter. Yeah, like yeah, you know, it's not uh, yeah, it, it's a mix of 
yeah, like fun, and you know, just referencing all this shit that you know, mm-hmm. if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna but say, and also talking about important shit. Right, I would say it kind of jumps. This album jumps around a lot, where it's like there's like this one main story with a main character, right, and then, and then it yeah, jumps around like mini halftime shows, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to say that, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I like the way that was the set of this album too, and, and you know, sometimes when you break up a story that way, it might turn people off, but like, this didn't do that for me. I think the, um, well, I, I know the history and everything that goes behind it, but if you listen, so, I'm a conceptual artist. Okay. Like, when it comes down to it, I like deep-ass stories, I want never-ending plot twists, I want things mm. to reference other things. That's just one of my favorite things to do, and that's yeah. what Lupe does so great. This whole album is based on one song from Food mm. and Liquor. Yeah. So you listen to the cool on Food and Liquor. Mm-hmm. That's the story about um, the main character in the album, whose name is Michael Young Michael History, Young. but he breaks it down as My Cool Young History. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I can't wait to talk. <laughs> about I don't want to jump too far. I just really like. <laughs> I really love Lupe Fiasco, and I really love <laughs> this album. So. No, that's Crazy. super cool. I don't want to jump any guns. Up. No, we're all good. We're all good. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's all good. So yeah, we'll break down the skinny. <laughs> this is the second studio album from the Chicago native Lupe Fiasco. It dropped on twelve eighteen oh seven. Um, happy birthday to my niece Sierra. Uh, I don't remember how. I think it's our good that friend. Day. That's our good friend Chris Davis's birthday too. Ah, happy birthday, Chris! Too. And he's the one that wrote our logos and stuff. All right, Lupe and Charles Patton were the executive producers. Also, interesting tidbit: Patrick Stump, who's the vocalist of Fall Out Boy, was also a producer on here. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was also in one of the songs too. Oh, okay. And then Josh Holm of uh, Queens of the Stone Age played guitar too. Yeah. So, uh, album debated. Debuted. Debated. De- You're doing oh, great. Now I'm fucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> album, debuted. <laughs> album debuted at uh, 15 on the Billboard 200. Debuted at number one on the rap chart. Stayed there for nine weeks. Album is certified gold and nominated for the best rap album by the Grammys. Who gives a shit when it comes to Grammys? Because <laughs> they pick wrong all the time. Yeah. Who knows who won that year? Probably a guy that just like. Probably pulled a Macklemore and disappeared right away. Um, <laughs> I want to look that up now. I'm gonna look it up. The rest of the time. <laughs> okay. But uh, gold record, uh, being certified gold is the new platinum for those days because that's when it was starting to be that the streaming. Sales, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, on a sad note, Lupe encountered a lot of tragedy during the album's writing. Um, mm-hmm. He lost his father to complications from diabetes, which you get a lot. You know, a lot of uh, sadder tones on this. Right. Is, for know, sure. Definitely that. He had a good friend named Stack Bundles. I'm guessing that's not his Christian name. Uh, died, and then... That's, uh, not a, that's, not, that's a pretty badass name, honestly. <laughs> I like it, too. Rest in peace, Stack B. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, his executive producer and mentor, Chili Patton, was sentenced to 44 years. Free chill. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. For what? Um, I didn't even look. Um, I, I don't think it was... Uh, like, I pray I'm not misquoting, but I think it was just something to do with uh, just drugs and. I saw it was yeah, like just, it was it was just street shit. Okay, being oh. in and from Chicago it was street <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And probably hit him with Rico, which locks a bunch of people up without mm. even trying them all. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we get that far, so um, to quote him, oh yeah, a lot of loss. I lost my father, lost my business partner to prison, and I lost some friends. It was a very dark period. It still is in some aspects, but you know I'm coming out of it. But especially during the time that album was being cooked, in my head it was a very dark kind of period. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, 
Uh, I also wrote down all the influences oh, of local. the cool character, but since we got a local oh, yeah. base scholar in studio, <laughs> I'm gonna skip it. I just wrote it down just in case we need it. Okay, that's fine. Now, um, Lil, Lil Wayne won oh. album of the year for the Carter Three. All that right, was well, a, that was a great ass year for um, rap okay. in the Grammys, though. You got the Carter Three, American Gangster, the Cool, Nas, and Paper Trail. That wasn't a bad. That was okay. Good year. I like how, yeah. I like how we were just that shitting all over it. Yeah, because but, we because we know with the Grammys track record, <laughs> you automatically Fair. assume. Oh no, this is ass. But <laughs> with a year like that, you can't go wrong, especially yeah. with the shit that Lil Wayne did around that album. Mm-hmm. That was that was a crazy time for music. That was wild. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to bring it back on for that Lil Wayne album. That's yeah, for sure. that, cool. shit, that shit was wild. To me, that was peak. That was peak Wayne. Okay. From there, it was. Except that he was on the Mass Singer this last week. He was on the Mass Singer, or like the debut <laughs> week I, I, after I the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, seeing Lil Wayne in a robot costume is weird. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. No, no. I could not believe they couldn't <laughs> guess him though. Not one of my goats. No. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in that costume. That wasn't him. But. uh Anyways, Mass Singer, folks. Mass Singer. No. Watch it? Uh, Are we sponsored by them? No. <laughs> they <laughs> said no repeatedly. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get in, and uh, it immediately is going to get heavy because that yeah. intro. Mm. <laughs> Baba says, cool thought. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, what's there more to say? So Lupe does this thing where. I don't want to say does this thing, but he did on food and liquor. He had Baba do the intro, the introduction on there too, and um, that's just basically a spoken word piece that just introduces the entire concept for yeah. what this album is going to be and mm-hmm. what it talks about. Mm-hmm. And then him bringing it over for this album was that just like continuation of the theme. So it's just all right. Hey, Here's everything that people thought was cool as fuck. Here's everything that people think is dope, but really isn't. And we're gonna dive into that shit in this album. Mm-hmm. And damn, that was that was yeah. absolutely that was correct because like everything they say in this beginning intro um, or this intro, I should say, uh, is definitely what you run into mm-hmm. throughout this entire album. And whenever I first dive in for uh, whatever we're doing for the week, I just hit play. Don't really even look at yeah. it. I just mm-hmm. let it, and I'm like, of <laughs> <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> all those memes going. Wait a second. See your shit's happening behind <laughs> yeah, me. Right, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, then like just to, it was kind of it was kind of a weird transition to go from that spoken word uh, to an interlude right away. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. But like, I guess like to really, I, I think what they did with this interlude was to like make sure you're really knowing what you're going to get into with this album. So mm-hmm. like they took a break, pause, and like all right, think about what I just said, mm-hmm. and then sort of so they have like a whole minute there of just. So I mean, and he does this even with food and liquor in the first album. There's so many commonalities between that album and this one. It's like in food and liquor, he starts with um, with breaking down. So Baba do, does her intro, and that's setting the tone and the environment for Chicago and itself. Because mm-hmm. you hear a lot of Chicago references in the background, mm-hmm. a different slang, uh, gang references, and shit like that. And then the second song immediately is. Um, is another intro is is like the real intro okay but it's lupe starting off with a prayer so he says a prayer and then he talks about what food and liquor is and the meaning so he mm-hmm. does the same so him going into like this interlude for chili yeah is almost like all right we're taking a break from the album real quick <laughs> this is the like the ode to my to my homie and my friend and this is what we think about literally every day 
okay, now we about to dive into this real shit. Yeah, for know. sure. This this realer shit. We about to jump back into the house. And I didn't even realize. Okay, so I just realized free chili. Okay, <laughs> yeah. me as an idiot, didn't know what it was about. I mean, and you, and that's that's understandable when you if you don't know the background floor. Yeah. When yeah. you hear the song and then you know the history, it's wild. So you, the lyrics are, if we could break down those walls and set you free, then we would. Cause we out here. And we Not, that just like intensifies this album yeah. for me. We yeah. just had, I just had an epiphany on this fucking show right now. <laughs> if we could build a ladder that tall to come up and see you, we would. That's a reference to Stack Bundles. Cause we down here and we miss you, so it's like shit, <laughs> bro. I love, Jesus I love Christ. this. Yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's the, the influence that this man has had on me personally is very, very deep. It's crazy. Because so. <laughs> once I finally connected with the producer, mm-hmm. because the first time I see Free Chili, I thought uh, Bucks. I was like, yeah, yeah. when the Wendy's <laughs> yeah. <get> the Free <laughs> Chili. No, no. <laughs> like I knew it wasn't no. that, but that see, was the first thing I went. I was I'm just like, hell yeah, on this Free Chili. But yeah, no Free Chili. Yeah. I'm no, about freeing chili too. Yes. How about it's a Drake meme where he's both pointing to it and it's free, it's chili, like free chili, but also, and free, also chili. free chili. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Um, both and, of them. But then, yeah, uh, I love strings to open any song. Yeah. Like any the song. Viol- Violin's my favorite instrument. Yeah. So I just so, love yeah. on when we get into Go Go Gadget go, flow. Yes. <laughs> I always say go. This song made me want to learn how to rap fast. I can that see be, that. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't rap fast. When I first started rapping, I, like it just didn't help. And then hearing this was like, all right, if I'm gonna ever learn how to rap fast, it's gonna be rapping this song. <laughs> and this song forced me to like keep up with it. I'm for the city, man. What's best city, Oh, it's good. That's yeah. nuts. That is awesome, man. And that, that's awesome background. Like I love it. Um, this one just reminds me of that. Uh, just run. <laughs> I yeah. want to. I hate running, but this is the <laughs> one song that I'm like. To. I kind of want to run. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do really appreciate the chorus. Like it's mm-hmm. it's such a great hook. Um, I'm from the city in the Midwest. Yeah, that's like, oh, yeah, that was really cool too. And then you get to like the go 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 go, and then it's like super super fucking cool. So I thought that was a great start to the album. It almost, almost, it was. I guess like after realizing what free chili was, mm-hmm. like this song actually might be the real interlude because it doesn't. I guess I don't, maybe I don't know the background of the song either, but it was like a nice, fun song. I don't. Yeah, I think this is just what this was just something like. All right, let's shift the gear. Let's change the mood for it because this song doesn't. If you think about it, this is the real intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this is like this isn't exactly attached to the overall story of the album. Mm-hmm. This is just all right. Is Lupe? I'm from Chicago, which is literally the best city in the world. I don't care what you say. No, we didn't been, we didn't been through a couple of things, but I'm back. I'm back here representing. I'm back talking about the West Side of uh, Chicago. Back talking about Madison Street, Madison Ave, where I grew up in yeah. Chicago. Because he references it at the end of every verse. From M A D I to the S to the O N O N to O N. Yeah. Like a nigga supposed to get the dough. Get him going. He's getting going. Man. You know why he picked this up? Now you know. So fucking Lupe in the studio. Here. When I was a kid, I I used to try my damnedest to sound like him on every song, and I just ended up sounding like I had nasally asthma. Terrible. Couldn't breathe. Oh no. That's how it always starts. though. Terrible. We were just making rip off Ramon songs. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Music. <laughs> and we never got better. That's <laughs> so that's what we were like, too. How about if we just make rip off Ramon songs forever? forever. <laughs> um, sound. So, so what I like about this next song, the coolest. This is where the story is, and this is kind of yeah. this is my first interaction with uh, Michael Young history, mm-hmm. and that's when I like read I'm like, wait, my cool Young history, because you said that, and I was like, I ah, know, I figured that one out. That was pretty cool. 
Um, because like usually like me and puns, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck you if you say a pun. <laughs> but like, I was like, I can respect puns, and I, like even if I do respect puns, I'll still say fuck you for some reason. It doesn't, it doesn't. I, I don't know why. I'm I get it, puns. but fuck it. I know. <laughs> I get it. Um, but I think like, I love the way that this sounds kind of like a eulogy, mm. and how dark it sounds at the beginning with that mm. piano. I um, love the Lord. Yes. Sometimes it's like that. I love me more. Yes. What? And I was going to say, this is, also, <laughs> this is also another great hook that I unfortunately cannot sing, mm. but but it's like, it's, yeah. it's like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. The clean, I the clean version. So I bought, so when I was living with my dad, um, he let me buy the CDs. This was before I was like into music, doing music. Mm. This is when he was like, you're going to school only. <laughs> and I'm, at, I'm in high school. So we would get CDs, but I had to go to Walmart and get the clean version. Oh, yeah. So the clean version is the coolest, coolest one. <laughs> so if you're going to say it, just, just say it like that. Just the coolest, the coolest, okay. coolest one. And, like and it works, and it works. It's fire. Either way, I was yeah. still bobbing my head. Yeah. It's still fucking cool. Um, like I said, the pun's really great. But, like, it's still a very sad story. Because, mm-hmm. like, reali- I didn't realize the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how this this protagonist of ours uh, was, like, struggling with the streets and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and drugs and crime and everything that was going on there. He just had a rough time with it. And I think that makes that song this much cooler. The storytelling in this whole thing, and every time he brings up Phenomenal. Michael Young history, Phenomenal. is so good. So good. So in the cool on food and liquor, <clears throat> it's actually that song takes place after this album, like um, linear, like time wise. Okay. So the cool talks about uh, Michael. He's dead. I was going to say I'm like I didn't want to get like a spoiler, he's, but I was like, so wait a second, is he dead? He's dead. And <laughs> the in the cool, he's dead. Here he's alive. Yeah. In the cool, he's dead. Yeah. And on that song, and the song talks about him taking his chain. And he's he's digging himself out of his grave, mm-hmm. walking back through through his old neighborhood, through the hood. And some people don't recognize him, or they see him and they're looking at him funny because he's dead. He doesn't realize it though. And they like he's like, why are they looking at me like this? Don't they know who I am? Like what I've done out here? And mm-hmm. he go like he's going back home and re reliving certain things or seeing old people. And then at the end of that song, he runs into somebody and gets killed again. So, Christ, <laughs> so okay, that, I miss that. It's, it's a crazy. It's a crazy story, and then for, for this album to dive deeper into that yeah. is, is wild, because the things that people overlooking here are actually characters. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was just The booklet for this album was amazing. It was phenomenal. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Like, the, the, the insert <laughs> awesome. booklet was phenomenal. I wish I still had that CD, but, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, this comes across this as such, he obviously probably been doing this story in his head for mm. since he was coming up with stories, because yeah. it's so fleshed out at this point yeah. where it's for like sure. we're definitely like seeing something that's mm-hmm. been in his head for you know he probably written it's, a book and it's just to, come to me it's it. just so fucking crazy because <laughs> he's like, all right this is me i met this i met this woman her name is the streets and she promised she would give me this amazing life if we if we work together it's oh my this shit so it just boggles the genius I of love, this man boggles me I love that we were four tracks in and you have like broken down like three or four times <laughs> it's like, so fucking amazing <laughs> I am but I, I, and I'm trying to I'm trying to pick I'm trying to pick a lyric to start with and just, cause I love like this is one of my three favorite songs on this album yeah. just, I love the Lord but sometimes it's like that I love me more I love the peace and I love the war. I love the seas and I love the shore. No love for no beach. Baby, that's law. But she doesn't see, therefore I sport. I trick, I fall, run up and raw. I love her with all my heart. Every vein, every vessel, every bullet lodge. 
There it is. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Lupe Fiasco is the greatest rapper ever. This is why. This, this is shit's a, amazing. I'm so glad you picked this album because I'm best, so happy how excited you are. Best performance on Not Exactly album, Radio. Man. Only performance we've yeah. ever had, but this, yeah. that's the hardy I don't the think. I don't think any other album moves me like maybe Graduation. Okay. The, because there are certain, there are like three albums that are in my DNA as an artist. Like as an artist, is it's this album is the cool it's the in his graduation because when i first started to like dive into making music in high school when i was living in alabama with my dad mm-hmm. i mean these that, were the albums i was listening to on repeat because these were the only albums i had so yeah. it's the cool is this and then it's just um what what the fuck was it eminem show okay yeah, well, I mean that that's be, like the best Eminem album, and that was the original witty yeah rapper. Yeah, like yeah. that's when and I, Eminem's like <laughs> Eminem's the reason I started rapping. Okay, but Lupe Fiasco made rap a reality for me because right. it was like okay when I first saw because I wasn't allowed to listen to rap music, and we didn't watch music videos or anything. And I was at my auntie's house in two thousand five, like two thousand five, I think, and the Kick Push video was on MTV, mm-hmm. and then I see it, and I'm like. And this is me as a kid, you know, no beard, bald cut, glasses. <laughs> and I see Lupe, and I'm like, this dude looks just like me. And I'm like, in the midst of this, in the midst of the gangster rap era, we got a dude on TV talking about skateboarding. I was like, oh, I love this shit. I want to do this. <laughs> yeah. I love this. So, That's- yeah. I have, an, I have a, a very high affinity for Lupe. <laughs> and we're glad. I'm glad. Like, I love it. Um, Whew, so, yeah. Track four. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, his biggest single, probably, right? You yes. Uh, I love Matthew Santos's, uh, uh all of his features on there. It's, it's this great, just... Uh, like they sound like a band. I would have yeah. loved a band of these two guys. Mm-hmm. Or frequent collaborators. So um, this song just it, it sounds like a million bucks. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just sounds like everybody a, knows a superstar. Yeah. Like when you listen to it, you just feel rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a superstar. So I mean, it's a great single. And I think uh, superstar actually like you know goes into the next set of songs here, where it kind of dev- uh, goes away from the story a little bit, where he just kind of like talks about things that he likes. And I think this kind of like breaks down uh, Lupe as a person too because I remember mm-hmm. reading something about like how he is kind of unique in the way that he has like uh, American mentality because uh, he has a Japanese, Japanese band. Yeah, it was like is it yeah. was it was uh, he? yeah. He's Japanese got a very yeah, he's yeah. Parisian uh, uh Parisian uh, Japanese uh, Tennessee Parisian sensibility. Yeah, that one, yes. <laughs> And I used to stay in my vicinity. Uh, and I'm right on board with you. I understand. Later. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, he has to be a genius because he has all these interests and he's so good at all of them. Because mm-hmm. then, because that's why he doesn't do rap music all the time now. Because mm-hmm. he has the band. Then he does what fashion too. He's a black belt martial artist. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck with him. That's it. He's a black belt martial artist. Um, uh, he has a background in samurai swords. If you got yes, something bad to say about Lupe, Lupe's, don't Lupe's, say it to his Lupe's, face. Lupe's that motherfucker. <laughs> he's real. <laughs> like, so that's good stuff. He's the king weeb. <laughs> he protects all the anime guys. That's it. <laughs> but uh, going on to Paris, Tokyo, it's kind of like yeah. it uh, It goes with what I just said. Like that, Well, the line from Goldwatch that we just talked about there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like 
it's just like things that he loves and I, and I think like why wouldn't you want to do this thing like saying that you'd uh, go to Paris and then wake up in Tokyo uh, go to New Orleans and wake up in Chicago uh, and everything like that I love that I mean like who doesn't want to do that and, and for me I heard like a like a I don't know if it was necessarily him talking about taking a like a, a love interest or somebody with him while he's doing this, but I'm like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like that's why this song is like fantastic, and I think that's that's why it matches up with like Gold Watch and this song inspired a song that I did um, in like 2012 called The Layover, and it was just like me doing the ode and also trying to mimic him at the same time. Like, okay, okay. Alright, I haven't been all over the world, but <laughs> I've been to a couple airports. <laughs> I'm going to talk about all these layovers. <laughs> and I'm going to try and make it romantic or, or, or cool enough. Airports can be romantic. Yeah, you got it. George Clooney made that. So. <laughs> so then if you want to go on the next it. one. Um, so yeah, then high definition, we're going to continue this sounding so expensive <laughs> like this is the part of them where it just feels Snoopy, like Snoopy let's go out I know I was going to say like Snoop Dogg's in this one I want him to do features until he's 80 just be like <laughs> yeah. the Willie Nelson of rap where he just shows up and it's he's just doing another Snoop Dogg verse and I just want to want him around that's the goal for me like I'm not going to make music forever but I want to be able to just drop verses here and there <laughs> you damn you got a gin verse yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. tune in <laughs> Then, especially with the beat on this one, I know for sure Anderson Pack is a huge Lupe Fiasco. I would say this kind of like, feel like that. Especially this section of the album, this is like mm-hmm. Anderson Pack's wheelhouse now. Of you know, <laughs> it, yeah, that, yeah, this album is nuts. Right. The production is it's cohesive, but it's all over the place. Now, uh, for Gold Watch, I actually when I first listened to it, I was like super annoyed with the sampling that they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what is what the, what the fuck is it? it would just, yeah. like, it would awkwardly pause, and then it would go back into yeah. like, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, this is this sucks. When I'm like, it's a skipping record. Yes, That's but then I, I like listened to it over and over again. I'm like, actually, this is fucking badass right here. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, like I said, um, this one ties together with like uh, Paris Tokyo because. There's the line again, yeah. you know, the the American mentality. You, you know it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're gonna say you were thinking about it. It's like trying not to explode. I'm trying to remember it now. <laughs> nah, nah. A, but it was like super. Jen, I like Jen's a poser. He doesn't know any of this. <laughs> doesn't know any of this. <laughs> I got Japanese tendencies, freezes sensibilities. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, we're gonna book you a show where we're gonna have you just acapella this whole album. That's it. Ghetto broad and so plain, got a yeah. couple scars and one of those long names. Fight a nigga and cusses with no shame. And X Man had a bag in the cocaine. So what you're saying right now yeah, is that you like Lupe? Yeah, this and what's so crazy about this hook on this song is the hook goes the same way. But he talks about the girl in a different way every time. So you can either think it's the same woman and he's talking about her in different aspects or he's talking about a different girl every time. Oh. This shit's fire. <laughs> <laughs> the song's really amazing. It's good stuff. So my most coveted thing is a higher self-esteem and a low man <laughs> and the flow on here. I know. Yeah, I'm listening to this when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, I, like I said, the sampling. I just like how you can take a sentence, like in that sampling, because they took mm-hmm. it from a song from like I, I listened to the song too. I can't remember what it was, um, but when they took that sampling, that song, I just like love that you could take a sentence, repeat that sentence over and over again, and then you could just make a fucking sick beat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then we get on to something a little bit, a little bit darker. Uh, sort of darker, but it's actually lighter. I, I don't know how to explain it because it was like talking about downtimes, but then something. It's, uh, 
So this song is based on um, the Houston rapper Slim Thug. This okay. is about him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, hip hop saved his life. Yeah, yeah. This song is uh, Lupe actually wrote this song about him. Okay. And it just talks about his come up. Like this, this shit's like basically a true story. <laughs> so okay. that's all it is. Everybody knows this with the wonderful Nicki Jean, who I just met um, last year at Summerfest. Actually. Oh, shit, nice. That's, that's cool. She's a wonderful solo. I met her and I was gushing. I was like, you're my entire like high school. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Like I was listening to you all through high school. It's amazing to meet you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, but hip hop saved my life is. Another one of the um, more popular Lupe songs that everybody knows and loves too. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. and she she just sings a great hook on it. Yeah, cause the time might be now. They play the freestyle of a wipe me down. That is mixtape, girl. <laughs> I was gonna say it does sound like a struggle because like you have like in the beginning when like mm-hmm. so what, what was the rapper's name? Slim Thug. Slim Thug, yeah, and he yeah. was like talking about how he was struggling in the beginning, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's getting signed and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. then just like getting all the money that he can for his family. And it's it, the the story is so funny to me because it's like the thing it seems like something that only that person could go through mm-hmm. but everybody could still relate to it it's like you you chasing this thing you want he's going after his music career mm-hmm. he makes this song that you know this is during the myspace era so he makes this song and everybody's fucking with it on myspace mm-hmm. but he didn't buy the beat so the producer makes him take it down. Oh, and so, no. And so because he doesn't buy the beat, he's got to take this song off the internet. And it's like, fuck this shit. I have bills due. I don't want to. I'm not working a job. I'm not trying to go to go back to the streets. And it's like, but I don't, I don't want to give up on music, but it's not showing any hope for me. Then it's like, yo, they played your freestyle on the radio. They want you to come out and do this. And then it's like, okay, everything's starting to pick up. There you go. And there it's go. like, all right, we making it. Like, hip-hop literally yeah. saved this man's yeah. life. The story is wild. Right, it's amazing. I love this shit. And and I mean, just the message also re- resonates with everybody because the thing I always like talking about too is uh, that's like a commonality between everybody. Mm-hmm. At one point, music has saved everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, it just has that unifying thing of even people that aren't even big into music, they'll tell you still that some group, some band, some musician, some album saved their life at one yeah. point of it was the only thing that made sense to them. Right. And so it's just, it's, it's an ode to that too, <laughs> of just music just saves people. And that, that's it, yeah. Um, so do you want to, do you have some for Intruder Alert? Is that? No. It's one of the sadder songs. Yeah, yeah. It's um definitely for and about women. Okay. I think it's exploring um just the heartbreak that women go through, letting somebody into their heart, and then yeah, I don't want to make it sadder. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, it's a sad song. That's all right. That's, I get that's, that. that's just how. I and those are also but, important too. Like I mean, you need those. Yeah, I think. I don't think it's just I know it starts talking about a woman but I don't think it's just about women on that song um, okay. yeah that's it, a sad song it, and I it, looking at this song and I think back then to album artwork mm-hmm. of how like there's all these intricate designs and he mm-hmm. just mixes them all yeah. like this album lives up to even that art because this is a, just a different subject right 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 but it still kind of ties to everything at the same time it's mm-hmm. all one picture and then we move on to uh, Streets on Fire yeah, little yeah bit, I love that one a little bit less sad well, as what says you can get. Um. Um, so, uh, actually, yeah, I do like the write-up on this one. Because uh, this is another song that mixes Lupe's rapping ability with Magic Santos's dreamlike singing. <laughs> they describe the streets being affected by disease and disorder. Lupe describes his worldview on this track where everything is intertwined and an injury to one is an injury to all. Mm. How, about, how about you give us that? Mm. 
to me, this is like uh, <laughs> this is like uh, apoc. This is apocalyptic almost. It's like mm. there's so much, so much shit going on right now. Well, it just seems like everything around you is falling yeah. apart. So. Yeah, it's like your your world's on fire. Everything is crashing. No matter where you turn, it seems like something's going wrong. Even in the people that you look to for hope or for something mm. good, something bad is coming out of that too. So it's just right. like you in the middle of chaos that's just, this whole this whole song sounds like chaos right. but th- for me this also showed like um just lupe's i mean he's always been a knowledgeable and you know conscious rapper mm-hmm. but this just showed even more just the range of topics he's able to talk about yeah. and fit into a song well you know the time limit that you really have in reading up on him it's just like yeah he he isn't afraid to state opinions that might be not be as popular at first but i find true like mm-hmm. he was the first you know notable rapper to like speak against obama of like he did yeah. a lot of the same shit of blowing people up mm-hmm. he, he isn't doing much different right and that was kind of you know a lot of people didn't like that but right. now you look back and it's like yeah <laughs> he kind of helped uh blow up a lot of people so like just his worldview is complete like it isn't very you know like you can tell he like really sees everything mm-hmm. and that's why just yeah the messages on this is just really powerful so mm-hmm. I think moving on to something like gotta eat oh you try to drink that yeah, it's oh, no. yeah. I'm sorry do you want some water no okay anyways <laughs> gotta eat um, and I feel like the little title, weapon the t- the t- oh little weapon oh shit I'm sorry wow okay Man. little weapon go ahead I don't have anything. Little Weapon is a, um, so that song talks about, it's talking about gun violence, basically. Mm -hmm. But it's also, this is a, um, I don't want to say a remake or a reprise, but this is inspired by an older version. There's an older version of this song where it's a little bit longer and it's talking about, um, uh, an African, an African child soldier. Okay. Mm. So that's where this come, this like this whole story and idea spans off of. So that's why I like this song. It's one of those odes to the older work and then still tying in that that theme from something else and bringing it back to work in this in this story and in this album. And I feel like you know, Little Weapon. You're talking about like uh, gun violence and you mm-hmm. got so gotta eat like. Like I guess the main thing about this album is like, it talks about the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like. Gotta Eat's kind of like a, you read the title, you understand what you're about to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, by any means necessary. That's yeah. what this whole song is. Yeah. And then, uh, for this, I thought of now Pop Smoke, because he passed away this week. Rest and in just, peace. You know, oh, shit, just yeah, now right. it has this cycle of everybody's gotta eat, and mm-hmm. that's how, you know, somebody attacked them because they thought that's what was going to save them, mm-hmm. but, you know, and it's awful. And so, I, you know, again, it's that intertwined cyclical ideas of, right so that's what i thought about this week of uh listening to that song mm-hmm. yeah wow now we're getting sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the album takes a complete woof. it's like right there in the middle yeah of it, it gets real but i mean like even then like close to the end of it, it still gets real sad too. it's like mm-hmm. real shit it's, it's fucking yeah. insane uh dumb it down this is one where i pictured in my head like just a one-on-one game of basketball going really hard yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like it's just it's angry like you know it's too you know it, it's like two voices yelling at each other um but yeah this is that is uh you know he's talking about just they want to stunt creativity mm. you know and then uh he's deeper than some of his top contemporaries like i put drake slander here <laughs> like just insert it here okay like, okay yeah 
He's not just making 20 songs about how uh, he likes underage girls. <laughs> oh, God. It's weird, man. Oh, God. This is the most <laughs> lyrical song ever. Gotta eat? Oh, sorry. Uh, Dumb Down? Down is yeah. the most lyrical song ever. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to this two years after it came out and still picking apart lines that I didn't get at mm-hmm. first. It just starts so crazy. I'm fearless, and I hear this. I'm illless, and I'm peerless. Which means I'm eyeless. Which means I'm tearless. Which means my iris resides where my ears is. Which means I'm blinded, <laughs> but I'm gonna find it. Cause I can feel it. I don't feel it. Like this shit's amazing. See, that's why. And I'm that's gl- verse one. And then I'm you got the defender trying to get in his way. Tell yeah. him stop doing hey, that. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. Why you being lyrical? We don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> give us some hooks. Give us some. Give us some ass shaking. Give us something the ladies like. <laughs> <laughs> it remind me of the comedian Ron Funches's uh, bit about Juicy J being his favorite rapper. <laughs> Him and his uh, son. Really? Every song's about a, a big butt. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> no complexity there. Every song, big butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I get that. That's great. So it just reminded me of the opposite. <laughs> because, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's. I, I like. I, just like this back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a one on one game to me. Um, and then we move on to Hello Goodbye, and this is the one that Josh Hame is on. Yeah, this, this was cool because, again, it sounded like a different, this sounded like a band, a, yeah. whole, a whole ass band yeah, working sure. together. It's a whole, like, different genre of music right in the middle of everything. Right, yeah. But it still goes together. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I like that you can work with, like, these different people from different genres everywhere, you can still just, you can make something beautiful it's it's great and again this is all one album i can yeah again thank you for bringing this to the table this yes. is the interesting <laughs> this was very interesting for sure there's so many different like just elements here again you could just tell he was a student of all this stuff just working on it working on it mm-hmm. and then we get this um because another thing i was thinking of earlier i guess with the intruder alert song and then even earlier where he's just talking about these different characters it also reminds me of purple rain okay yeah mm-hmm. i could see that there's even a purple red that. vibe to it yeah where that. everything kind of works together mm-hmm. and there's characters that um yeah that should have been oh, now that i think about it that should be one of my hyper specific questions about a movie and what you would call it maybe we'll uh, do that anyway mm-hmm. now you might know one question but don't tr- forget about it until oh, now we're good we're good um going on to um oh Mustache hair in my mouth. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's great. During the show, uh, the song "The Die." Uh, this is like the unfortunate end to our protagonist Michael Young mm-hmm. history. Um, and initially, it, like it sounds, the song sounds like uh, something bad is going to happen as right. soon as it starts out. Like it's like. Uh, Watching uh, a good supporting character in a movie, and you see the main character realizing, "Oh no, this person's in trouble. They're going to die." And then you like hear the music, and then it's too late, and blah. And I think that was <laughs> and they're blah, and they're blah. You know, I'm so, sorry, I'm trying to. That's somebody dying. Somebody's dying. Um, but it's like when you listen to the song, we're like the main character as the listener, and then my cool young history is the uh, the love, the loved supporting character that is dying there. I, I, I will say I did laugh when he said like I have to pull over and take a pee. Mm-hmm. I laughed at that part. But <laughs> but then like still like that is like the last <laughs> things that you hear from Michael Young uh, sorry, Michael Young history, not Michael I almost just said it. Um but that's like the last thing you hear and I think that's very strong uh how the story ended that way. And then realizing how it was gonna how it was in the uh which one was it? Which uh the cool the cool uh, on food and liquor. Food and liquor, thank you. Um that just makes this song that much cooler for me mm-hmm. now realizing that um but still great song 
Fantastic music. Who now is you? Yeah, I know. Like all of a sudden, when they get that guy there and he just shoots uh, him, and I'm like, holy fuck! It's like uh, who now is you? Yeah, man. It's just the 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 cycle the cycle of the streets. That's all it was. Like that's it. You get caught, caught up, up in it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I feel like put you on game. Um, it's like the credits. It's, it's the credits, yes, for sure. This I, man is amazing, though. <laughs> it was like, it was seriously like, I felt like it was the end credits. It's rolling, mm-hmm. telling you who was all in the story. And I also feel like, it, in a way, this song is kind of a reflection. The one the example that I thought of was like in Black Klansman when Spike Lee, uh, at the credits, like posted like a bunch of random, like bo- a bunch of shit that was actually happening in the real world, mm-hmm. uh, and why this is a big issue. And, and like, I think I feel like this song, being the credits, is kind of like that as well. Like mm-hmm. it's like the it's like showing it like, hey man, like my cool. Michael Young history is not the only one that suffers from this. There's a lot of people that suffer from this, and like. So here's the here's like the backstory behind that. It's the the three main characters are Michael, Streets, and Game. Okay. And those are the three icons that you see on the album. Okay. Oh. Streets is the the woman, the streets that like brings him in. Mm-hmm. Michael's Michael, and the game is just life in itself. Like death is life, death, but like everything that happens. Yeah. And so. We go through this whole album where it's like, um, all right, this is this is me. Uh, I'm, I met this I met this bitch named Streets. She said if I follow her, fall in love with her, and like commit myself to her, she's gonna give me the world, best cars, best money. If I ever die, she's gonna engrave my name mm-hmm. in her skin. Mm-hmm. And then you you live this life. It's like uh, I'm a superstar. I'm out here, got this gold <laughs> watch. I'm traveling everywhere. Then shit gets shit gets a little real. People gotta eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he dies because somebody else sees sees him. They get jealous. They kill him. He dies and put you on game is is it's almost like staring the Grim Reaper in the face. And he's like, "You'll never win this. Game. Like you'll never Shit. beat me." Yeah. Like and that's what he's saying throughout the. And that's what I love about this song. He's like, "Don't you know that I run this pace? That I be? Don't you know that I run this pace? That I be gunning this race?" Like <laughs> and that entire song, he's breaking down the history of why he's never lost. Like from he's like any room. Any time period, any people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. You're never gonna beat me, and that's what I love about this song so much. And I remember being in Alabama, and um, the album came out. The song was, I think, the song was in the trailer, or it was in the movie for Street Kings, okay, with Keanu Reeves, and ironically, the rapper, the game. And the song was, <laughs> the, the song was played, and one of my friends heard it, and he's like, "Bro, I, I could have swore that was you rapping that song. Like, that's how much I was trying <laughs> to Shit. mimic it. That's how much I was trying to mimic Lupe." But yeah, this and this, so this is where the album stops technically. Yeah, I was gonna say like, like these this next is, two like, songs. You guys said it perfect with with the end credits. Like this is where I right, the cool is done. Like yeah, this is this is the story. Michael's dead. Like this is the end. I I will say that when you were talking about the whole album and how everything, I like honestly, I thought like I didn't think it was a whole complete story mm-hmm. until I realized like what you said there, yeah. and then my brain decided to like put <laughs> things together. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Holy crap! Like yeah. uh, Paris, Tokyo, and Gold Watch is yeah. all part of the thing. Yeah, I just I thank you for clearing that up yeah. for me. I oh, appreciate no, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. That's why we always find it's out. a mind. Like this album is a mind fuck. It really is. That's why it's a great to sit down and talk to somebody, especially when somebody else is bringing us something, because then they. You know, because know. you've had the expertise, you've listened to this way more than us, yeah. and then it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> uh, I, love that? That. I, like, I love doing that. I love. It's like watching. Uh, what's the? It's like watching Inception and then getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! 
Like, that's it. That shit was real. That wasn't a dream. Okay. <laughs> and, like, these next two songs, like, this is just, like, bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And I feel like, you know, I feel like that's probably what he took it as. Like, these are oh, just, yeah. like, extra, like, these Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially because, like I said, it is kind of funny now. Yeah. Where he references his block spot at the end of Fighters. Because that's so aged now. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, nobody goes to Blocks anymore. I was going to say, like, I was wondering what that was. I'm like, was this the... What is that? Lupefiasco.blogspot.com. You're welcome, ladies. And it's funny because it's it's a little it's funny, but it's sad that he like he announces his retirement and how it's gonna go down, and it never happens. Like uh, so many so many of us Lupe fans were excited for that, like because we were like, all right, he's gonna retire, and that's gonna suck. But we know how he's gonna do it, and that's gonna be fire. Mm-hmm. And it never came. Like that's uh-huh. one of the things we probably like. Anybody that really loves Lupe, that's probably something that they're like, "Fuck," because I personally think that solidifies his legacy because mm-hmm. he doesn't drop lasers, and it shit doesn't seem to go left from there. Like, yeah, because lasers was like a. To me, I don't think he wanted to make lasers. I think lasers. Was, I'm doing this because the label. Got me on this contract. I'm sick of these motherfuckers. I'm about mm-hmm. to give them my album so they can let me go. And that's just what it seems like. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Uh, and then Go Baby. It's not Go it's Baby. <laughs> go, 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 I thought that was nice. <laughs> I, I put, I too love women. I too. Yeah, love women. <laughs> yes. I'm a bit of a woman like Ladies, myself. Yes. As you can see <laughs> by my resume, I do love women as well. I mean, those are, I mean, you don't want to awesome. blow those songs up, but like they're still mm-hmm. good. Yeah, but like the placement is weird. It is weird. The placement of it is weird. That's why it's like hearing it at the end is like oh, okay. <laughs> I, I imagine. Oh, I guess this is time to. This would have been perfect if it went. Um, if it went, I'm trying to remember if it's before or after. It, it, this would have been perfect if it goes before. No, after Paris Tokyo. Okay, both of these songs. Just go, baby. Just go, baby. Yeah. Okay. Fighters should have been before. B side. <laughs> yeah. Fighters. <laughs> Fighters didn't need to be on here, but if it had to be on here, it should have been after. Um, maybe on fire. Yeah, maybe something on fire. Yeah, that, I would uh, say during the during the really third sad act of yeah. Michael's uh, demise. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> that was the album. That was. And I'm really glad that you're super excited about this album. I fucking love this album. Oh man, it's great. I'm I was feeling like down the other day not inspired yeah. and you got and I remember that you guys told me to pick the album and so I was like alright let me just go listen to Lupe and I like was refinding why I love making music so much I was like this shit's really amazing first of all you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you just in case now your career's gonna take off because we asked you to come on this show hell yeah <laughs> don't forget us please oh never ever <laughs> not exactly radio changed my life <laughs> There, that's they it. gave me my. They, they gave me my. Se- they gave me my second second win. That's <laughs> it. I am gonna definitely. That's take gonna this be part a sound out. drop. And that's, it. that's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna be like. That's the drop. drop. That's the drop. That's the drop. Drop every show now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you guys. Right. So okay, that was a great album. Thank you so much for bringing of us. Of course, of course. Um, we have some hyper specific questions Let's to tell it. you, and uh, they might be all. I feel like this is like a more serious hyper specific than than what we're. Some of it. Some of it is yes. Let's do it. Um. So I love being somber. Let's do it. Hold on. Hyper specific. And we're back. Let's do it. Tony, you want to start with yours? All right. I see uh, a lot of days when you log on to Twitter, you're thankful for the day, and you make sure to hashtag TMC. Yes, sir. The marathon continues. Yeah, yeah. If the late, great Nipsey Hussle had a last feature on the album, what track are you putting them on? On my on album. On his album? On the cool. On the cool? Sorry. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> okay. 
Shit. I know, right? I was like, when I thought of this That's one, I was like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. That's fire. My <laughs> first thought, like, when you, as soon as you say it, immediately my first thought is um, go watch. Okay, yeah. I think I think um, Nipsey would have killed that vibe just because it's a different sound that people wouldn't expect it. Mm-hmm. A little faster tempo, but his delivery would have been con- would have uh, been a pleasant contrast. Um, shit, I think it's another. It might be another song that you could fit on. Yeah, that's that's but why I was go, excited go, for this one. Go watch for sure would be the one I put him on because his his vibe definitely matches the record. Like he mm-hmm. could have been on this for sure. Um. <laughs> All right, your I turn. <laughs> it's going to be one of the dumb ones. I'm sorry. Uh, what song are you jamming to uh, if you're about to get some ice cream and you're super pumped about getting that ice cream? Uh, shit. It depends on the weather. <laughs> okay. The, All weather, right. the weather affects my mood. Um, Ice cream. It's sunny. I'm probably playing Isla. She's, okay. a, she's a singer. Um, I love her music. I-Y-L-A. I'm probably playing... Oh, shit. I'm probably playing Fuck Flowers by Isla. Okay, what about what song from this album? From this album? Oh, my bad. This no, no, it's all good. No, I, I like that, too. Oh, no, no, no that, yeah, my bad. Um, From this album? Mm-hmm. High Definition. Okay. Window, windows down. Uh-huh. Windows yep. down, screaming this shit. Gather round! <laughs> yeah, I'm screaming. I'm screaming <laughs> this shit out the window. Snoop Dogg coming with you for yeah. that ice cream? It's going to get yes. <laughs> All right, Snoop Dogg with the uh, cannabis infused ice cream. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He would <laughs> go to his shop. Let's go. All right, so in here, Lupe creates a character based off the idea of the cool. Mm-hmm. Take some other slang and turn it into a character. What are they like? Mm, my own slang. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> shit. Sorry. I like this. No, no, no. <laughs> I, like this. I like this. I would take my ad lib, my ooh yeah yeah. Okay. I would make that a person. Okay. It would basically just be the anime version of me. A oh. short kid with a big ass head. Um big <laughs> eye big big glasses. Like head is obnoxiously bigger than his body. <laughs> okay. Um, a baseball cap. I just like want to say with the fro coming that if under. you think that you have a big head in real life, I want you to know that I don't think. That. No, I don't. <laughs> but I get a lot of shit for it, and I'm like, okay. that's cool. Yeah. I, I take the I things got, that go against me and make them positive. I got right. a seven, three, four. So I fit. <laughs> like, my head's bigger than his fucking head. Like, shit, man. But no, I would. I would. You got the smallest head here out of all of us. <laughs> I would exaggerate melon. the features. Yeah. All, all melon heads. The ooh, yeah, yeah would just be like the anime version of me. Okay, mm. it's a very, like it. uh, very. Uh, what do you want to call that? Uh, exaggerated version. Yourself. The, hyper, the hyperbolic version of me. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, with uh, with Lupe's take of his of uh, he's got American mentality, uh, Japanese tendencies, and mm. Parisian sensibility. What would you what would you take about uh, what would you say about yourself? And it doesn't have to be countries. It can be what yeah, would you yeah, replace yeah. the country words? Um, I have. I would say I have a um, a villain a villain mentality. Okay. Superhero tendencies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and narcissistic sensibility. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say anti-hero, but then you said narcissistic. I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. Narcissistic sensibility, yeah. I can still anti-hero. I go with that. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. And that's hyper-specific. It's not as dumb as it usually is sometimes. Yeah, nah. I tried to get you with that ice cream one. A lot of days I think I'm Lex Luthor, and it's like, <laughs> well, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Uh, once again, 
Thank you so much, Genesis, for coming on the show. Of course. We appreciate it. We do have uh, last basic questions for Let's you. Do it. All Let's right. Do it. So we'll talk Midnight Dementia first. Cool. Tell me about the creation behind that. Yeah. Um, Midnight Dementia was recorded in 2018. Oh. Oh. I just okay. sat on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I that's just why didn't it's do anything with so it. So different from Keith. Yeah. I was in the middle of making Midnight Dementia. No, I was in the middle of a different project. I record a lot. <laughs> I was in the middle of a different project, and I stopped that project to work on Keith. Okay. So but, what? Yeah, Midnight Dementia was... It was... um. What song did I do first for that? Um, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's a song that's, that I already released, but... Um, it was supposed to go on this project, but I switched it up because it wasn't produced by by District Red. Okay. And because District Red produced the whole thing, I felt like it was all the same vibe. I was recording off of these songs, just making things, trying to figure out how to tap more into my melodic side. Because after I did the Sins album, I realized people really liked the blend of my rap sing blend. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit more singing just to see how far we can push it, but then also to, you know, test my pen a lot. The purpose of this song, of, of this project was to really just be a better songwriter. Okay. Because I was like, rap's cool. I think I got rap down. It's not mastered, but I'm good. Like, I'm good with rap. I'm good with the bars. I want to become a better songwriter. I want to make music that... Um, to be quoted, but it also has a higher replay value. So this is like a different style of writing than what yeah, you're yeah, used yeah, to. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Most of this cool. was most. I changed my recording process for this. Okay. For my melodic songs, I, I don't. I didn't sit and write. I would freestyle over everything and then go back to if mm. I found something that I liked, I would go back to that part and then craft it, and then it became something. So most of the hooks are probably hummed out and then re-repeated consistently till I got something I liked. And then I might have sat down and did the verses, or I might have wrapped the verses and or sung them in different parts, and then came back to them later. But this, a lot of this music wasn't gonna come out. Okay. But I made new projects for this year, so I was <laughs> like, I like to release music chronologically. So I was like, in order for people to see the growth of the transition, I don't want them to think, oh, he just jumped straight into singing now. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of the newer music sounds like. I was like, let me take this old project that I didn't release. Okay remix it let me mix yeah, it differently okay add some new things to it and this will be the start of the transition so it's like all right okay all right i want y'all to know this yeah. is where we're going <laughs> that's we good i stay here but this these are the next steps very well done with like an ep like that yeah too. yeah thank you because yeah. then keith blew me away i love that thing yeah <laughs> keith was um keith wasn't supposed to happen it was just it a, a, a whim yeah, yeah so it's it's January 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's as frantic, frantic as you're rapping on there? Because that's what I love. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it, it sounds like. Somebody's on a mission. I'm they, in the you got to get all uh, these words out. <laughs> I was in the middle of new mu- just making new music at the time. Because mm-hmm. in 2018, I did Gemini season. And I dropped a song a day for all the 30 days of the Gemini Zodiac Oh, oh yeah, okay. shit! All right. Yeah. So my my vault was a little low. So I was like, all right, we're back to. I need to restack the catalog. <laughs> what are you right, saying right. that right now just has me picture you like just yeah. meditate, like floating off the ground, just <laughs> meditating. We got to re up on songs. So um, I'm in the studio, and Cade Zuby, who produced Keith, he's like, I got new beats for you. I want to come through and play them. So he comes down from Oconomowoc, and um, he's like, here's a flash drive. Um, these are beats. Let me know what you what you think. So, I'm listening through all these beats, 
and I'm like, okay, I want to rap now. <laughs> yeah. like, you got me wanting to rap. I want to rap, rap. So I was like, okay, this is gonna be, this is gonna be my Keith album because I write down titles of albums I want to make. Mm, okay. And then when I feel like it's time to make them, I go to those titles and I make them. So right. Keith was already gonna be a thing. It was just a matter of when. So it's like, okay, the beats are here. I, I, I have the feeling for it. We're gonna do this. We what we did is we approached it like Rick Ross approaches his albums. Okay. So Rick Ross picks the beats first, mm. arranges the beats, and then makes the lyrics. Then right. then goes in and records the songs. So I want to do it like that. So we set up the the tracklist order. The order that you hear wasn't the original version. Okay. But we picked out an original version. Um, the order you hear now is very close to the original, but we pick out an original version, and that's how I made the album. I was like, okay. And it's actually longer versions of Keith. I recorded the entire album by myself. Then I went and got features and had them come place their pieces where they wanted. And I removed verses on certain songs. I've cut certain songs shorter or made them longer. And that's how we got Keith and where it is. This is yeah, Keith is just therapy for me. It was me addressing a lot of the things that I didn't talk about between high school and college. Mm. Yeah. And just uh, that sound drop at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah get the your shit, attention. The shit's real. It's yeah. Like, all right, we're gonna. I was like, we're gonna paint the picture of where I grew up. Yep, that, that puts you right. In especially there. from being somebody who wasn't born in Milwaukee to be placed in that environment, it was <laughs> like a culture shock for me. So it's like, mm-hmm. fuck. I, I want people to feel how I feel. So. And it's, I mean, there it is. This shit's gonna start off. And that's like, I, I love the city, but on the other hand, that's. Yeah, I I've grown to love it. As I've gotten older, but I hated I hated this place when I was a kid. Like I hated being here. I hated living here. Shit. I never wanted to come back when I went out of town. They designed it to divide all of us. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I remember I was in Dallas. um, I think last like last year, the year before, I was in Dallas visiting one of my friends. And um, you know that's just a very heavy heavy uh, Latin population down there. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing so many uh, Latinx people, and you know, being in Milwaukee, it's, we don't see you each other go, that yeah, frequently. Go I got to go to a specific yeah. side of town to see this many That's people. what you know, yeah. south yeah. side. So it's like <laughs> to go <laughs> everywhere south, you know. and see this specific, this specific ethnic group that I don't see when I'm at home was wild to me. Yeah, I still got to meet my aunt down in Savannah, Georgia, but that's one of her things is you should just come down here and because you walk around, you get to see everybody. It's yeah, it's like, like just a mix and meddling pot of all types of people. And you know, and that's one thing that we need to push back on the city. Absolutely. Um, yep. But yeah, so I I actually discovered you because of Keith. Uh, Milwaukee Record put that as one of their top records for last year. Shout out to Josh. Yeah. Milwaukee Record. Yep. I love that publication. It gets us yeah, a lot of ideas. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's really good. But we really uh, appreciate that. yeah, that Big was supporters. just that was some. Um, I mean, just amazing work. I'm ready to see what else you got coming up. So what else you got coming up? Um, shit, videos, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's it. I have music recorded. I've I wanted to drop three projects this year, but I'm slowing up on that because I need to release way more videos. So okay, okay. The music is definitely done. I just, like I just <coughs> finished a project the other day. Like, <laughs> Do you know when uh, your music video is at least one of your music videos is gonna drop? Um, so Ambervert, the video Ambervert from Midnight Dementia, we mm-hmm. shot that already. We're gonna do my videographer said we're gonna do one last scene on Monday. So we're gonna do one more on Monday. So that'll probably be coming sooner, maybe okay. early March. Nice. And awesome. then, um, yeah, I'll be back in town shooting again next month too. So we're gonna. I'm about to start rolling out videos for this now. I feel like um, the promotion. I hate promoting music now. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. It seems so 
that's the soul killing part yeah. of the grind, it's isn't like, it? Fuck! I used to hate. It was a time where I used to hate networking. Now I hate promoting. And networking, <laughs> networking is not the problem anymore. Right. Promoting is. But um, I just feel like I can't um, respectfully give this project the push it really needs and deserves without visuals. Like, it's different when you have. Um, a six-month rollout like Keith was, mm -hmm. where you can drop the singles and the trailers and the photos, and people are excited for it. When this one was kind of just like off a whim, we're trying a new thing. We got a new distributor, um, but I know the music's great. I know it's good. I know people fuck with the shit. It's just a matter of getting it in front of eyes and ears that don't know that they need this. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And that's a challenge because uh, there's so many different ways and who knows which way is going to work, mm -hmm. which way works out, even like us trying to promote this thing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have um, to try them all. Yeah. Um, and then uh, finally, let's hear about this Emmy nomination thing. Oh, that? Yeah. Oh, that whole thing? <laughs> I, you I modest son of a bitch. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it straight from you. I didn't Google anything. I bought it. No. Um, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> no. Uh, we did, me and my producer, Golden Child, we did a story with um, TMJ4. It was called Stoli's High Impact. And this is 2017. They're talking about the um, just the stolen car epidemic mm. in Milwaukee mm. and the effect that it has on people. Uh, one of my good friends, Miela Fatah, she was interning at TM with TMJ4 at the time. And they said they wanted music for the, you know, for the story. And she's like, we should use a local artist just to drive the point home, I know the perfect person to make the song. And she reached out to me, Golden Child. Um, we made the song in like maybe two hours. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. And then we shot the video with them to go into the story along with some interviews. And that was that was a thing. It stirred up a lot of commotion on Facebook, as you can, <laughs> of course, believe. But um, I think it, it did its job. Nice. And the station submitted it for... Uh, a Emmy, a Emmy in two two different categories. We were nominated for outstanding interactivity for uh, television for television news television. So it's uh, that's awesome. That's badass. <laughs> I like yeah. it. And we got a we won a um, what's that shit called the Murrow Award, okay. which is like the the Midwest uh, Pulitzer for news and journalism. So oh hell yeah! yeah. Okay. That was that was a win. So nice. Hey, I guess I'm a journalist. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Hey, um, we appreciate everything. That shit in the bio. Emmy nominated, <laughs> Murrow award winning. Watch love these there. guys. Okay. Get him on the stage. Come right at Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> if you get there, let us know. Um, but no, we appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. And Thank you. Congratulations on all the stuff that you've been doing, what you are doing, what you're going to be doing. Man, I appreciate it. Guys. It's going to be great. You got fans here. Yeah. We'll be uh, pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and where should people follow you? Business card. Oh, yeah, it was a business card. Oh, I, had to up, I had to pick up our stickers, too. We have them. Shit. Play. Not here, though. It's all good. Um, Everywhere, all social medias, Genesis Renji, G-E-N-E-S-I-S-R-E-N-J-I. -E -E I'm most active on Twitter now, apparently, which is weird to me. Because <laughs> um, I never thought Twitter would be my go-to, but it is now. Hey. And, um... Yeah, I've been going live from the studio on Instagram lately. Okay. That's been a new thing. Keep up with that. Yeah, that's yeah. been a new new thing for me. So people have been watching my process, listening to some new music, throwing in input. Okay. Um, I've never been one for showing my creative process, but this has been a new yeah. thing, and people enjoy it. So Hey, it's good, man. I'll check it out. Check, yeah. check that out. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you follow them. Thanks once again for being on the show. Of course. Not Exactly Radio again with another episode. We'll be back next week. Yeah, Got yeah. another guest. 
uh, Ben from uh, Mr. Nice Guy, the podcast That's over my there. Boy. Yeah, I'm last night. There you go. He's oh, gonna nice. Be, he's going to be on our show next week. Um, and can't wait for that. He's got an interesting. Uh, I can't wait to tell you about it. Uh, he's got an interesting album for us, and uh, there's like two 12-minute song tracks. It's going to be great. Is this guy nice? He's very nice. Yeah, he's <laughs> he Mr. Is, nice he's guy. He's probably one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. There you go. Hell yeah! I can't wait to talk to him. All sponsored. Always good energy around. Him. Yeah. It's going to be a great interview. Can't wait. Anyways, we're out of here. Benny K and Tony Just Tony. Not exactly radio out of here. See you next week. Come on. That you're exactly like us. I trust.